0: Friday, June the 30th, 2023. Thanks for joining us. I've been out for a while, but the big news came out over the last couple of days on the Supreme Court. I just had to get back on my podcast and talk a little bit about what's been going on because it's been a while since we've had some good news. The news has been so bad over the last couple of years with the Biden administration. I just had to get back on my podcast and talk to my listeners out there and let you know I haven't disappeared just revising some of my ideas but uh, good news here over the last couple of days with the supreme court they've come out with a couple of very good verdicts one of them being the affirmative action They shot that down, which is a very good thing for university students, especially those minorities like the Asians that have been discriminated because of racial issues and not based on merit and uh, SAT scores. So that's a very good thing. Affirmative action is no longer a issue for universities, and that's going to spread over into the corporations, guys, because the DEI, the Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion, has become a big problem, too, with all the woke corporations and how they hire based on race. So once you go against the Constitution and you try to pass these liberal progressive uh, ideologies that are have been ridiculous throughout the years because when you go to apply for a university, why would you do it based on the melatonin in their skin? I mean, come on, let's think about this for a second. Race should have nothing to do with how you decide who is accepted into a university or not and who you hire in a corporation. Equity should be based on your skills and your qualities and the things that you offer to a business to make it successful, not based on your melatonin. So that's a good one. Number one is the affirmative action has been shot down, and we're happy to hear that. And that's the way it's always should have been. The Constitution was very clear that we do not hire based on race, religion, creed. And now we see that uh, this has been upheld by the Supreme Court, and that is a good thing. Now, today some more good news came out, and that was that the student loan debt was shot down too as well. Thank goodness. That big debacle that Biden tried to push during right before the elections to try to buy votes from the young voters out there. And here's the Daily Mail. Supreme Court strikes down Biden's four hundred billion dollar student loan forgiveness. Justice's rule. President does not have authority to cancel debt of millions in another landmark decision. The Supreme Court has struck down President Joe Biden's $400 billion student loans forgiveness plan in another bombshell. The justices ruled 6-3 Biden's controversial plan to wipe out debts for 26 million Americans at taxpayers' expense was unconstitutional and an overreach of his executive power. The plan would have eradicated $10,000 in debt for borrowers earning less than $125,000 and up to $20,000 for those with Pell Grants. But it was challenged by six Republican states and two borrowers who argued Biden should have sought approval from Congress for a plan using substantial taxpayer funds. Chief Justice John Roberts agreed and said in the majority opinion that a move requires that Congress speak clearly before a Department of Education secretary can unilaterally alter large sections of the American economy. So that's very good news. The. I sure the heck didn't want to pay for the bad counseling or the bad judgment of students taking classes that just built up debt and didn't really provide them a way to make a living and sat on that debt until it became, uh, you know, very unfortunate for their families long-term. But uh, that doesn't mean that you pass that on to the taxpayers. And unfortunately, the uh, universities are also at... They're guilty also for exactly what's going on with their with their high tuition rates, uh, manipulation. The counselors, I'm uh, not sure why they do what they do as far as giving them advice and what they should, the classes that they should take, and whether that's a good thing for them, the arts and the humanities and all the things that don't really provide for a, an income like business administration or law or medical school or something that contributes to society in a meaningful way that can also produce an income. I mean, we all live in a world that requires money to pay the bills. And when you choose a you choose a degree that has no possibility of making an income and you can't pay off your student loan, then you should have never gone to college in the first place. And we're getting sick and tired of uh, these politicians treating people like snowflakes and trying to bail everybody out when they make bad decisions. That's why we're $33 trillion in debt. Free government programs, giving things away. That's why we're in big trouble right now. That's not the way our founding fathers set up our nation. They didn't send up the nation to give away stuff, free stuff. Founding Fathers wanted small government, small regulations. Let the free markets drive our prosperity, which it has for the 250 years that it's been around. And uh, these progressive politicians, these liberal politicians, these far leftists have uh, destroyed the American system. And I'm not so sure we can come back from uh, from the brink of $33 trillion in debt. I'm not so sure that's even possible at this point. So, uh, you know, just printing money is not going to solve the problem. That's why we're in the inflationary situation. It's why the cost of groceries and interest rates have skyrocketed. Is because we put ourselves into a, a printing of money syndrome, thinking that's going to solve all their problems. They can just go past trillion-dollar budgets and just print money to pay for it. It doesn't work that way. That's why we're in big trouble. So these are all good things that the Supreme Court voted on. And we're happy to see the affirmative action now is in the dustbin of history. The student loan debt has been killed, dead on arrival. That's a good thing. I think the American people should be happy about that. So that's the good news. Just wanted to uh, drop you, everybody, a line out there, let you know the good things that are happening. It's been some bad news here in the last few months with how the economy's been going, and we're now into the election cycle. We're getting ready for another presidential election. Uh, obviously, Joe Biden has no business running uh, again as president. His capacity and his brain power has greatly been weakened, and he is uh, not fit to be the leader of the free world. And we're still up in the air on who's going to be the uh, the next uh, candidates. It looks like uh, Donald J. Trump is leading the polls by a very large margin. The more they continue to indict him and the more they continue to persecute him and uh, selectively prosecute him in New York and in the feds and the classified document raid on Mar-a-Lago, which is just completely outside the realm of what you do for a former sitting president, especially when the current president has done even uh, more grievous misuse of classified documents, having them in his garage behind his Corvette and the University of Pennsylvania in his Delaware home. So Joe Biden is uh, just as guilty and uh, Clinton with his socks, hiding uh, information in his sock drawer. And then you pick on Donald Trump for just a handful of documents claiming that he misused those documents, which he has all the right to declassify those documents as a former president. And he's challenging, uh, you know, these folks who have come at him from day one. We found out that they've been, they were spying on him. We found out Many things now coming out in the committee hearings. Adam Schiff has been censored in Congress for his lies on the hoax, the Russia hoax. And a number of things have come out. Now we see that uh, Hunter Biden and the crime family, the Biden crime family, has taken bribes up to as much as possibly $40 million. in the WhatsApp recently that came out with Hunter Biden sitting next to his father, making claims to Z, top CCP CHICOM official, and telling him that if he doesn't transfer $10 million into his shell accounts, then he's going to hold a grudge against the Chinese. If that's not bribery and coercion, then we've got some serious reflection here that we have to think about because anybody with any common sense would say that Something's not right in the Biden family, and the media is covering for it. And even the DOJ—they didn't. We're finding out now that whistleblowers telling us that uh, they were hiding the uh, money laundering, not allowing for the IRS agents to investigate storage units where a lot of the documents were held, and to bring in uh, Hunter Biden and put him on uh, in uh, on oath. Uh, in front of the uh, the congress in front of the committee hearings and it's 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 starting to crescendo right now we're going to see some things happen i think over the next few months hopefully if the republicans get some some stones and make some subpoena requests and goes out there and let's get some action going and stop pussyfooting around let's get serious you guys now that you've got the power Jim Jordan, you need to get off your duff and send out some subpoenas, bring some people in. And let's get some answers to some of the questions that everybody has. We're not happy with how things have been going so far, especially the way you held that Durham committee hearing. That was a, that was a joke. It's interesting. We're into a very interesting cycle, presidential campaign. Sanders, unfortunately, is just not catching his uh, mojo He's way down in the polls. Looks like Trump is most definitely going to be the Republican choice. He's very high in the polls right now, leading everybody by miles. So every time they indict him, it just increases his poll numbers. And Joe Biden is uh, at 30% approval ratings on just about on everything, the economy, the foreign policy. I mean, we're about ready for a third world war with this guy. So, uh, what are we going to do? What's the American people going to do? How are we going to how are we going to pick this this next next election? Can't have the Democrats win, that's for sure. They're going to they're going to put a a stake in it in the heart of America if the Dems get back in there for another term. Already the economy's teetering. Ready for almost a third world war here with Ukraine and China, the Taiwan Strait. You know, who who does the Dems have? I mean, their bench is really, uh, it's very small. I mean, the only people I can think of would be Newsom from California, and we definitely don't want that guy in there. I mean, he's, he's already tanked California. What makes you think he's going to do anything better for the U.S. of A? You got Hillary Clinton, which may try to pop her head up again, God forbid. If she does... Hopefully we'll maintain that Congress will bring her in on her email scandal, find out exactly what happened there. Find out why she smashed her cell phones, and then we've got uh, we've got Kamala Kamala Harris in the background there. yeah, she 's a real piece of work she 's way out of her league. She needs to go back uh, to California and prosecute uh, marijuana users she's uh, She's not ready for prime time whatsoever. She's a word salad when she speaks. She's got no understanding of foreign affairs. God forbid if uh, Joe Biden were to kick the bucket here before his term's up and she were to take the reins, I think we uh, would not sleep very well at night. So the Dems don't really have too many people in the wings there. I mean, they've got Bernie Sanders. Definitely don't want that guy in there. I mean, good gracious. I mean, just about all the young people were voting for him. He's another socialist. Commie spent his uh, honeymoon in Moscow with his wife, if that tells you anything about Bernie Sanders. And we've got uh, Pocahontas. We don't need Pocahontas in there. She's another wackadoodle. She can't figure out. uh, I mean, she's always angry, it looks like. Not authentic at all. So the Dems got a very, very uh, weak bench. And uh, I, th- I think it doesn't matter who goes up against Joe Biden. I think anybody on the Republican ticket uh, should be able to, to beat Joe Biden unless they cheat. And that's another thing we got to look at, too. Mail-in ballots, cheating. Can never figure out why they just can't go out and uh, verify signatures. I mean, really? why? Why not? Why not? Verified. I mean, you can't buy liquor in the store without a driver's license and you're going to vote. Why wouldn't you have to present some kind of identification to prove that that's you voting? Why would they oppose that? It never made any sense to me. So that's the big issue we got, you know, going out there and harvesting ballots. A friend of mine who lives out in California said he had, he's lived in the same house for 25 years, said he... Every year he gets about 10 different mail in ballots from people that had lived in the house going way back 30, 40 years ago. That's California for you. So, people that know where those residents are, they go harvest those ballots and they send them in. Some of them were printing those ballots off. They're not checking uh, signatures. So, you know, you just overrun the system, print up a bunch of ballots. Drop them on in the uh, mail-in boxes that Zuckerberg set up, and uh, what are you going to do? How are you going to you're not validating anything? You're just going to count them. Yeah, that's what we're up against in 2024 on the Republican side. I mean, we got Trump leading. We got DeSantis, who's just not he's just not ready for prime time. Uh, you've got Pence running again. Sorry, he's just uh, he's not. He's not getting any traction. You've got um, Chris Christie's jumped in there. Now, Tim Scott, I like Tim Scott. Tim Scott would be a good presidential candidate, if not a good VP. An African-American that's conservative, has great, great speaker, a great stump speaker. He would be a good vice presidential candidate. He'd be a good uh, someone to cover the left flank for a Trump or someone that's uh, in the front line. Even he might even be a, a good uh, presidential candidate too. I like Tim Scott. I like what he says. He's got uh, very clear uh, ideas and policies. So uh, we've got uh, Vivek, the Indian, running also as well. He's uh, good for conversations. Uh, he's not. He doesn't have very much polling going on. I think he's one or two percent. He's right here from the Midwest. He's, he actually lives in Columbus, Ohio. Good guy. I like his uh, messaging. It's uh, Hutchison. Hutchison. I think he's from Oklahoma. He's going to drop out here pretty soon. He's got. He's not getting any traction. He's got no fire in his belly. So we got uh, Republicans. You know, we've got a few. Uh, probably a few more going to jump in. I, m- I imagine here in the next uh, few months before the. Uh, Debate start in August, so I'm back. Just wanted to uh, let you know I'm still here, and uh, we're getting ready for a new cycle, a new election cycle. And uh, let's get out there and and vote. Let's get the uh, let's get these progressives, these far left liberals, uh, out of politics. Get them out of corporations, especially the corporations Bud Lights lost billions of dollars. Target's lost billions of dollars. Disney's lost billions of dollars. Kohl's has lost billions of dollars. North Face has lost billions of dollars because they're pushing their their radical transgender issues in our faces. We don't want to hear about that. We're not opposed to what uh, transgender people want to do, but we don't want to be seeing it in our face every day. You know what I mean? And we don't definitely don't want them influencing our children in elementary schools. It's not hate speech. We just don't appreciate in your face gender issues, especially transgenderism. It's up 4000 percent because the Biden administration normalized it when they praising people like this Dolvaney man that's supposed to be a woman. And now you got what you got. 4,000% increase in young people identifying as transgender. Because it's cool. Because it gives them a feeling of want. People recognize them. They want to be an influencer like this young man that got his face on a can of Bud Light and tanked Anheuser-Busch. American people spit it out, they don't like it. So anyway, that's a little bit on my topics here for today on the Affirm America podcast. And I hope everybody's excited for the summer months here that we're in right now and get into a new election cycle. Let's let's get out there and be active. Let's vote. Let's get people to the polls on election day and also early voting. Republicans need to vote early and often. Don't wait till Election Day. That's the problem we've had. Get them, get, put your votes in right away. Don't wait in lines. Go ahead and put your vote in and get a neighbor to vote, too. All right, that's it. I don't have anything more to say. Good talking to everybody. God bless you. And we'll see you again on the Affirm America podcast. I'm your host, Marquise Vandemark. We'll see you then. This is the Affirm America podcast with your host, Marquis Vandemark. And let's never forget, America is great and we affirm it.